0: Hi everyone, Tiffany here with a super quick note that this podcast was recorded as part of a previous bundle season. That means that the dates that you're about to hear for the bundle, well, they're no longer correct. If you're interested in seeing what the dates are for this year's sale, please visit thebellydancebundle.com. There you'll find all the up to date information on our upcoming bundle. While the dates may be wrong and the class mentioned here isn't available through us any longer, Many of our guests still have their courses available for purchase individually, so please do feel free to click through to their offerings and take a look. You're going to want to check it out after hearing how brilliant they are. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. rocks episode 4 and today we're talking hands and arms with Rosa Noreen. I am positive that at some point in your dance journey you've been afflicted with the dreaded chicken arms or T-Rex arms. I've heard them affectionately called either one. And when we first start dancing, there's so much that we have to keep track of and arms are 100% one of the things that most of us tend to leave on the sidelines but today's guest, Rosa, wants us to take that back and become more aware of our arms again. This and all of our episodes in relation to the 21 Days of Belly Dance Challenge are brought to you by The Belly Dance Bundle. Rosa has been with us for all three years and we couldn't be more excited. Each year, The Belly Dance Bundle aims to help you create more consistency and efficiency in your personal dance practice by making it just a bit easier to get into. By bringing together online courses from dancers all over the world and making it unbelievably affordable, you can kickstart the practice that you do on your own time. If you're interested in learning more about this year's bundle, you can do so at thebellydancebundle.com. And don't forget to tune in to Instagram later today and catch Rosa's contribution to this year's 21 Days of Belly Dance. dancers, welcome to Yalla Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. I'm your host, Tiffany, and joining us today for one of our belly dance bundle minis is the founder of Grace Academy, the owner of Bright Star World Dance in Portland, Maine, and probably one of the happiest dancers I've ever met, (laughs) Rosa Noreen. Rosa, welcome, and how are you doing today?
1: Thank you for the introduction, Tiffany. I am great. I am happy to be here. You're not kidding.
0: I hear the smile in your voice. Yay! <laughs> so, for today's um topic, we're focusing on hands and arms since that's what you are contributing to the 2019 belly dance bundle. And I would say that this is probably the thing that at least for my students in class is the most forgotten as they're working on other things. But before we kind of get into hands and arms and practicing there, I'd love to know how you actually got into belly dance in the first place.
1: Sure. Um, I did ballet really seriously when I was a kid, um, up through mid-teens. And then um, I had an injury, I had to quit, and it was all very tragic because that was a big part of my identity at the time. Mm. But that meant I got to explore some other things, visual arts and Non dance explorations. And then after, yeah, so after college, I moved to Portland, Maine, and um, I was taking a um, hot yoga class. And driving home from that, I saw through the window this curtain that was usually closed just happened to be open, and I just happened to be stopped at a stoplight in front of it. And there were belly dance classes there, and it was like, it was women of all different ages, all having fun together, (laughs) being happy and dancing and joyful and sharing. And that was something that I really wanted. I wanted that in my life. And I wanted that experience of dance in my life. My main teacher growing up, Teachers. It was a husband and wife pair and they're both scientists by profession but also ran a dance studio and taught ballet. They're wonderful. And they really created um, a very positive environment for us. Um, There was never any type of body shaming or anything like that. And unfortunately, when I started to explore ballet outside of my home studio, I discovered the, you know, the the darker side of the ballet world. and so seeing this belly dance class with people of all ages, all sizes, all different outfits, just looking happy together that I wanted in. <laughs> so it took about a year, but I found a class. Um, um, I eventually found that class too, but I just started taking with all the teachers I could possibly find here in Portland, Maine. we were about five or six teachers at the time. And so I was taking classes like every night of the week and just really having fun and learning. and Became obsessed and started traveling on my own, and um, you know, going to workshops and trying to learn more, and yeah, and here we are today.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that it was just you at a stoplight. Like that's nope. awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In college, um, I had
1: actually seen. Um, do you remember Belly Queen? Yes. Kaishi and Amar, and I don't remember who the third was with them at the time. Um, But they had actually come to my college and performed, and I remember being really wowed by that performance, but it wasn't, and then they taught a free class at my college, which I didn't go to for some reason. And, you know, that was really the first time I can remember seeing belly dance, but it Mm -hmm. wasn't something that, you know, I happened to sort of hop on that train at the time. Um, So I'm really glad I had a second chance. (laughs)
0: That's so awesome. So let's move into the hands and arms. I'm positive that if you have a course about it, it's probably one of your passions. So tell me in your opinion, what is it about arms that's hands, really both of them that are so important to your dance? Anybody's dance?
1: Yeah. Um, the hands are at the very end of your long arms, which stick the farthest out into space from your body, exactly. So they are the most visible thing. Um, and so they can really <laughs> um, enhance or distract from your dancing. Um, so much of what we do in belly dance is is torso focused. Um, And so your hands can, you know, they can, they can highlight those movements, they can frame different movements, or they can dance on their own, or (laughs) because they're sticking out from your body, if they're not in a place that you want them to be, they can really distract from all the amazing movement that you're doing with your center. Um, And so that's, I think, the main reason I think we need to put effort into them so that they look effortless. But they have so much expressive quality to them. They can really telegraph all different kinds of things. Um, so those are some of the reasons that that I'm, I'm super into working with hands and arms.
0: It's funny because obviously your hands are at the end of your arms, right? And they stick <laughs> out from your body. Like uh, that is an obvious is. thing. But I've never thought of it that way in a way that like because they're sticking out so far from your body, people notice them more because yeah. they're farther away from your torso. Like that... <laughs> Because if they were closer in, you wouldn't see them as much. Well.
1: <laughs> so if they just took off of your shoulders, it wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't like, be as visible. When you are trying to highlight some torso work, sometimes you do kind of like put your arms a little bit behind you so that yeah. you can focus on your hips and people aren't distracted by mm-hmm. other things happening. And like, that, duh. <laughs> Revelations. Revelations, <laughs> even for me. So then what makes good arms? And good hands in a dance. I know it varies from style to style. Of but course. Even in your style or even across all styles, the things that you see that kind of tend to be the best idea for mm-hmm. what to do with them.
1: I think arms that complement the movement that you're doing, right? Because in so many different styles, we're trying to do different things. And so arms that complement the movements and the style that you were doing, that makes good arms. In ballet, you want arms that are very they're usually away from your body they're very rounded um you're trying to kind of go for a boneless look where you don't have joints they're very much supported from your back muscles and your fingers are long they are always extended um in belly dance sometimes we'll have extended fingers Sometimes we'll have hands that you might touch, you know, your thumb to a couple of your your fingers um, to sort of accent a movement, or you might have very flowing movements that are boneless in a in a uh, sort of a wave sense, as opposed to a rounded and held sense. Um, and those different movements will say completely different things and they'll highlight completely different things um, ballet for instance you have a very strong core and so you're trying to keep a very vertical line through your torso and so your arms kind of echo that shape where you're trying to keep a very structured arm shape um, And in belly dance, we have a lot of movement through our torso. So we also want to carry that movement through the arms often to help sort of highlight the movement that we're doing and and complement it with with your arm movements.
0: So do you think then that when we are first learning dance, belly dance specifically, a lot of times arms aren't really part of the equation so much. (laughs) It's more of a like, here's where they go, but we're not going to really do anything with them because it is so focused on the torso and the hips mm-hmm. and those movements. Do you feel that dancers would benefit more if it was incorporated more at the beginning? Or do you yeah. think that like, it's just too much too early? <laughs>
1: There's definitely a fine line there or a <laughs> happy medium that we can find. I tried to build awareness of arms into my classes from the very beginning. So I'm, I have my, my students be very aware of their arms so that, you know, from the start and they're definitely going to drift, you know, they're not going to stay in the perfect position by any means at first. Yeah. (laughs) But if we build in that awareness from the beginning, it doesn't come as a surprise later. And I think, I think that kind of can be the key to it. Having awareness of your arms, even if they're not being fancy and hands is, is what, leads to more ability with them down the road. I think that's Um,
0: a great way to put it.
1: Yeah. I have a little exercise I do with my level one students, actually. Um, It's the very first improv exercise they ever do, and it's just arms. Because people are often so shy about the movements that they just learned that one day. So I have everyone stand in a circle, and I'll start with a pose, whatever arm pose I feel like, and all my students will copy that pose. I'll move one arm to a new position, And all the students will copy that one arm. Then the next student, you know, next to me in the circle, they'll move one arm to a new position and everyone will copy them. Next person moves one arm from there. So it's a little bit like, what's that game where you fold down a piece of paper and you add a line, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what that is called either, but I know what you're
1: talking about. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit like that, but visually. Just in that all you have to do is move one arm to one of the kind of basic positions we've, we've looked at so far. You can move two arms if you want, you know, and the next time around the circle, um, sometimes we'll, we'll add a movement or whatever, but all they have to do is move one arm and be mindful about how they get there. All I say in big quotes, all,
0: right? <laughs> like, Because when you first start belly dancing, nothing, nothing is just all it's yeah, everything yeah. is so hard yeah, so simple, and so crazy. And you're just yeah. like, how do I do these things, and that's why I asked because I feel like that's why arms kind of get cut out of the equation. Yes. And I know other contributors who are, like, say they're really into zills. They start mm-hmm. their student zilling from mm-hmm. the very beginning. Me too. You know, there you go, right? In a way that that does that. That creates an awareness of the thing that exists, but maybe isn't trying to get them to not look at the floor, smile, do your arms, do the mm-hmm. zills, do the thing. Don't forget your posture, and mm-hmm. until you're totally overwhelming students and they never come back because that's right how could they do it but i love that like just having an awareness of your arms instead of just like put them here and forget about them yes have an awareness of them from the beginning yes all right so then in that vein do you think that hands and arms should have their own practice time or should you just bring that awareness to all of the practice i mean obviously but bring that awareness to all of the practicing that you're doing, regardless of whether or not that space is for arms and hands, like on your practice schedule. Uh, yes. And yes. Yes. and Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we need time to create those habits in our arms, mm-hmm. especially if it's a new thing um, or when it's a new thing, because it's going to be a new thing at some point. Um, so if you're practicing, whether it's arm paths, you know, moving your arm from one position to another, or whether it's um, doing a fancier movement like a wrist circle or snake arms or whatever it may be, I think we do need to dedicate some time just to that. Because if you try and have someone do a wrist circle while doing figure eights of the hips at the same time and learn them both together, that's obviously impossible. <laughs> um, so When you're starting to approach a skill, I think it's helpful to dedicate some time to that, but also as quickly as possible, integrate that with something else so that you can start to build
0: cohabits. Is that a word? Yeah, we're making it a word, (laughs) (laughs) cohabits.
1: So you can make your habits cohabitate because I, that's one of the things that is, is very difficult. Um, you know, for, like you said, trying to remember two things at once, remember your posture. And so actually deliberately practicing two things at once, once you've mastered each thing, putting them together fairly quickly, fairly soon is, is a key with all movements. I really do do recommend and try to build in your arms. And if you're really trying to master the arms, I strongly recommend, recommend never actually marking the arms. Marking is just sort of like half doing it when you're trying to figure something out before you mm. full out do it. And so sometimes when we're, you know, we're trying to learn a combination with our feet or hips or whatever it is, we'll just kind of keep the arms in like chicken wings and just kind of gently point to things. If you open those arms wide and do the thing that you mean to do with the arms, even if you're just marking the hips, I find it really builds that awareness a lot quicker because you are, you are doing those, you are building that upper body habit at the same time as, as, as getting, getting whatever else it is going. So the more you can use the upper body, (laughs) the more likely you'll be able to develop those habits like parallel to each other. But yes, you absolutely need time to just get that darn thing down
0: or mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: whatever it is.
0: When, yeah. when you practice your hands and arms, yeah, do you, do you put on different music than if you were doing your torso work? Do you have different... What kind of is your practice for your hands and arms at this yeah, point? Because really obviously it's your passion. So I'm yeah. assuming you do it at least some. <laughs> <laughs> I do.
1: I do. I really like doing arms... For me, when I'm practicing two toxines, okay. um, melodic improvisations of various flowing instruments, mm-hmm. violin or cello or, you know, one of those, or what am I spacing on? Even something like a, um, a canoon or oud, or even though those are a little bit more shimmy they still have a melody. Um, and I can use that to maybe keep shimmies going in my body while moving my arms smoothly. Um, but any kind of tocsin, I really, really, really enjoy doing arms with that. But especially violin is my favorite, hands down. Arabic violin, oh yes. <laughs> and there's that nice quality with the violin of like really drawing out a movement. Oh well, um, with
0: that's your thing with the. Right. Poses, right? Drawing out the movement and the pause. Yeah. So of course, that's that's your favorite. That's no. Yeah. Surprise. And so you know, do that with the arms. I do that with the arms. So I just, I have so many questions now. So what do you think the most when you are traveling to teach workshops, which you do, what is like the number one thing you see that dancers could probably work on with their arms as a whole?
1: Oh, that is a great question.
0: Overall,
1: one thing I see that people could work on is actually in the back muscles. Oh, okay. See, that's not what I was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can use your back muscles to support your arms. And also that helps to keep your shoulders from shrugging, which makes you look stressed. <laughs>
0: it does. Right? Look it you're here. We just,
1: both of us just did it on the video. Yep, yep. There's, um If you think of sliding your shoulder blades down your back, and using those muscles right around your shoulder blades, like your lower trapezius and your lats and all the other little muscles that are right there around your shoulder blades, those actually can help support your arms and shoulders, keep your shoulders away from your ears, which makes you look more confident than you might feel. <laughs> right. Yes. You it with
0: your posture it.
1: and it really creates a nice base from which to move your arms.
0: That's that's awesome
1: <laughs> i was always told you know stand up straight um you know i was i was a sloucher as a kid um and it wasn't until i'm not even really sure it must have been a yoga class that i went to and i caught a glimpse of myself in a reflection i remember at night outside i was walking down a street and there was a reflection and i just tried that idea of sliding my shoulder blades down my back. And that made so much more sense to me than just stand up straight, square your shoulders. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: one so of those I've been things using it ever since. People <laughs> never like explain what they mean by stand up straight. Right. Because how specifically? Yeah. And people <laughs> slouch from different places. Some people slouch yes. their mid back. Some people slouch from right. lower back. Like it doesn't always translate to the same mm-hmm. thing for everybody. So I do like that. Just sliding your shoulder blades down really does help make you taller. Yay.
1: Yes. It feels good. feels good. (laughs) (laughs) You can project from your chest a little bit more when your shoulders are sliding down. Yeah. Shoulder blades.
0: (laughs) What then, if you could give us like a a short summary of what is in hands and arms, your intensive, like what kind of things do you cover? I'm sure sliding your shoulders back and using your back muscles is in there for (laughs) sure. But other than that, like what, what are the focuses of the intensive that you really push dancers down the path to making their arms better? Um, I
1: approach arm movements. um, I sort of categorize arms into a few different types of movements. Um, One is framing arms. So we were talking about like holding your arms in one place so that your body movements are, are clear framing arms, following arms. So it's like you might do a little, uh sway to the right and then your arm would follow okay the movements arm movements that follow your 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 body movements leading arms or dancing arms where where your arms actually sort of lead the movement of your body um, maybe when you're doing a turn to the side and you do sort of a some people will know what I mean by this. Some people will be baffled. Oh, well, um, you can take the course and find out. Um, it's what I call kind of a helicopter arm where your arm goes out to the side, you got it, and it leads you into a turn, like from retta style choreography. Yeah. Um, that's what I would call a leading arm. And then dancing arms where the arms are the core. They are the center of the, the focus where they are the ones doing beautiful movements and they, they are the,
0: the, the focus of that moment. And do you, is this course for, Dancers of any style. Yes. So it will help regardless of your style
1: of belly dance. Absolutely. Yep. Um, it will give you a broad range of techniques to use that can really be applied to every style and the movements that with, with all of these, I make sure to pair body movements. Just your question was perfect. Um, one or the other. Yes. Um, so, uh, all, all the exercises in this have a focus and then they have a pair with another movement so that we can make sure to really build those arm paths and those habits with my accent in the, in the dancing is my style, but no matter what your style, these are movements that you know and are familiar with.
0: For our listeners to close us out. What. Would you suggest is like the thing that they could practice with their hands and arms? Like right now, if they're going home, they're gonna put on some music and practice. What is something you would suggest for them?
1: I would practice being obsessed with your own hands.
0: Okay, so turn your nose to where your
1: hands are, not just your eyes, but turn your nose there too, and then follow those arms and hands. Put on a nice toxin or a nice something that really moves you. And just go as slow as you can with those hands and just look at them and be completely obsessed by them so that you're just getting every little nuance that you could possibly make absorbing that. And, And if you are super into it, anyone watching you be super into it is also going to be super into it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> awesome that's wonderful so rosa's hands and arms online intensive will be part of our 2019 belly dance bundle which is on sale from october 16th to the 23rd of this year other than that rosa where can people find more of your work
1: they can find me at rosanoreen.com i have online intensives and dvds and i'm happy to do coaching from afar as well as in person and um, i'll be out on the road pretty soon too.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today for this mini episode.
1: I really enjoyed talking with you.
0: Awesome. It's always fun. It's always fun. Agreed. (laughs) If you'd like to learn more about this year's bundle, make sure to check out thebellydancebundle.com where you can see not only Rosa, but all of the other contributors to this year's bundle as well. And if you'd like to learn more about Rosa's particular contribution to the bundle or want to check out her website or her social pages, head over to our show notes page at thebellydancebundle.com four. And that's the numeric four. And there you can find notes, links, and much, much more. Thank you for listening to Yalla Rocks. We're only on day two of our 21 days of belly dance, so be sure to subscribe anywhere that podcasts are available because we have a lot more to share. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. If you can't find us there, let us know and I'll figure out how to get us there. You can visit thebellydancebundlecom slash podcast for links to all of the major services just to make your life a bit easier too. Today's Instagram challenge is all about flowing arms no matter what your hips are doing. So be sure to check out the bundle's Instagram feed for that later today, or if you're listening far in the future, we'll link it on the podcast page after the challenge is over so you can still check out these awesome exercises. You can find all of the information regarding the 21 days of belly dance by following the bundle on Instagram at thebellydancebundle. Thanks again, and I'll see you tomorrow.